Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, we continue our series called How to Read Your Bible. And we looked at uh, the idea that the Bible is the Word of God. And then we looked at reading the Bible through the lens of Jesus. And today I want to talk about how the Bible is ultimately one big story. So the Bible is is 66 books, but it's one canon of Scripture. And these are gathered together because um, they unfold one story um, that, as, as Christians, we believe is the one true story. It's the world's true story. And there's a lot of ways to kind of um, um, structure the story, but I like to think about it um, in, in kind of three stages. And I learned this from a theologian um, who's since gone to be with the Lord named Robert Weber. I think this is the most helpful way to think about it. The story of the Bible is the story of creation, incarnation, and recreation. Creation, incarnation, and recreation. So creation is captured primarily in Genesis 1 and 2. Of course, there's other passages that speak to the truth that the world's created. But they, they those stories, they're not so much stories about uh biologically and mechanistically how the cosmos got here. There's stories about God's purpose for what he created. And that's that all creation would be a temple with humanity in the middle of it. And we would live in union with God and bring blessing to all creation. That's that's our purpose. Um, and then, so that's Genesis 1 through 2. Um, there's an interlude. I'm going to include it as part of incarnation because it's the purpose for incarnation, and it's the fall. So Genesis 3, 1 through 14, is the story of sin introduced into this. And what happens is humanity rebels against God. The union is broken, so the curse of sin comes on humanity, but also the blessing of God is diminished and broken in all of creation. And so God begins a rescue operation beginning in Genesis 3.15. And, and it carries through the whole story of Israel and through the story of Jesus. And Weber calls that the whole story of incarnation. There's the specific story of Jesus being incarnate, but his incarnation is the fulfillment of everything that happens in Israel. So let me give you the 30-second the, the version. So Genesis 3.15 through 11 are sort of prologue stories about um, how evil the world gets, and then God brings a flood and judgment, and then all the nations are together, and God divides the nations. It's kind of all set up for the first threshold in the story of incarnation. It's the call of Abraham and the covenant with Abraham. And God says to Abram, who's later Abraham, hey, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you a great nation, and through you, this nation, your descendants, your seed, all the other nations of the earth will find blessing the original blessing that was in creation. Because in Genesis 1, you know, it says, and God blessed it, and God said it was good. So everything that's pre-fall is fully blessed by God's presence and his loving attention. And so that's going to get restored through Abram. And so there's going to be one nation made, but the purpose of that nation is that all nations get blessed along with this nation. So then there's the story of, of Isaac, and who's the promised son of Abram, Jacob, Joseph, 
excuse me, Jacob and the 12 sons of Israel, and then Joseph, and they end up in, in Egypt. They're slaves for a number of centuries, and then God raises up Moses. So you have the Abraham covenant, Abrahamic covenant, threshold one. Then you have the have Moses and the Mosaic covenant. God calls Israel out of Egypt. They go to Mount Sinai. God establishes Torah, his law with them. And it has, um, it, it does a couple things. First of all, it names that they belong to God by grace. He rescued them. He redeemed them. They honor God through obeying Torah, and they fulfill their purpose as a as a nation that's blessed and brings blessing through doing that. And that Torah has the temple system for worship, the civil laws for the nation of Israel, and of course the moral principles that are, you know, captured in the Ten Commandments. And so the story unfolds of Israel and sometimes they're faithful sometimes they're not and then one of the things God's prom- God promises in the Torah is there will become a king and so finally God raises up a king and it's David and there's another covenant so there's Abraham Moses David and so God says to David among other things but the central thing that, that is in the story of David is David one day one of your descendants will be on the throne <clears throat> and he will reign on that throne forever and he will reign over Israel, and, and your dynasty, David, your kingdom will go on forever. And then the prophets show up, and a couple things go on. One is they're calling Israel to repentance because Israel has acted like the other nations. Lo and behold, even though Israel are God's special called people, um, they're still human beings, they're still sinners, and they fail, just like everyone else does. And and so they don't worship God, they're not faithful, so they're sent into exile and um, the prophets raise up and call them initially to repentance and say if they don't, they'll go into exile. Then says, say to, say to Israel over and over, God will restore you. And the way he'll do it is this descendant of David will come and he'll restore Israel and he'll restore all nations. So notice the connection. The blessing to Abraham, bless all nations. Israel becomes a nation that's blessed and can bless all nations. God raises up the house of David and is going to bring a king that'll restore Israel and bless all nations. And then Jesus shows up and he's the fulfillment of all of these things. He encapsulates all this and there's in him the new covenant. And what happens in that is Jesus lives, he dies, and he's resurrected. And resurrection happens when the fullness of the new age, the fullness of God's kingdom, the fullness of recreation happens. So in Jesus, recreation has started. Um, so he's, he's risen from the dead on the dawn of the first day of the week. Huh, an allusion to Genesis, recreation. Or as it says later in the New Testament, new creation. And so in him, now new creation has come. So the old age of sin and brokenness is still here, but the new age of new creation has come, and they're intermingled. One day it will come in its fullness when Jesus returns and all those who are in Christ are risen from the dead. Then we'll live in God's new heaven and new earth, recreated forever and ever, better than the original creation, but full of blessing. And that's the story of the Bible. And the and the call of the Bible is, will you participate in this story or will you participate in one of the stories of the world or your family story and make one of those stories your primary story or will you live in this story? So knowing that gives you a sense of how to read the individual parts of the Bible. God bless and have a great day.